and welcome to another edition of Give Me Five, where I've got five questions for Gary. He's got five questions for me. We do not know what they are, but we will answer them honestly. honestly. Yes, we've yeah. never done we, we've never done that before, and they were so authentic. We didn't even plan that. I know. Wow. While well, we're in sync, like it, it is a holiday season miracle. God bless you. Wait, God bless us all in peace among men. I'm going to count to three, and we're going to say the same word. One, two, three. Bacon. Bacon. There we go. Wow. God, we're, we're Look on, at us. We're in compatico, or in simpatico. That's right. But yeah, yeah, whichever one works. Uh, yes, but I've got five questions for Gary, and you know what, Gary? Just like last week, I'm going to start. Is that all right with you? That's good with me. It better be. All right, Gary, last week we brought on a special guest to the podcast, your mother. That's right. And you got walloped in a game of Name That Tune... I was beat like in the eleventh round uh, by TKO. I still say walloped, and I want to continue that streak and bring up another contender to the stand to see if they too can destroy you, just like the lovely Shelley Boucher did. Everyone, please welcome to the show my friend Julia Jones. Julia, Hello. Julia. Oh. Hi, Julia. How are you? We're we're chilling. Yeah, Julia Jones, give everybody a, a quick uh, little background on you. Who are you, and uh, what do you? Yeah, where, deal, where are you Julia? from? Oh my goodness, uh, I'm an actress. I'm a GCU student. I'm a wedding officiant. I work for a Christian conservative news company. Um, I live in Arizona. <laughs> I'm gonna go somewhere cold soon. Maybe Chicago. Maybe. Canada, who knows? Well, maybe if you go to Chicago, see if Kev- Kevin McAllister's there. Yeah, Russia, maybe. Yeah, we just uh, we just reviewed Home Alone, so that's that's the Home Alone uh, reference. Uh. Yes, and uh, and a wedding <laughs> officiator. Should anyone need it? Which is, I, I always find that to be just a fun little tidbit yeah. about you, Julia. Just a fun little tidbit. All Thank right. You. <laughs> all right. Uh, in this week's rendition of Name That Tune, we are going to that special place in all of our hearts, and we are naming that Christmas song. Name is your buzzer, guys. So for Gary, you would say Gary. Okay. Julia, you would say Julia. And uh, buzz in and give me either the name of that song or, or the artist who sings it. Okay. Could also be a band, you know, whatever. Are you both ready? Ready. Ready. All right. First one. Here we go. He sees you when you're sleeping And he knows when you're Gary. Gary. Santa Claus is coming to town. That is correct. Do you happen um, to know who the artist is? You know what? I don't, but I'm just going to, because it's Christmas, and it's a guy with a sultry voice, Michael Buble. It is Michael Buble. It is Michael Buble. Wow. Nice pool there. Nice pool. I forgot we could say artist. Yes. Darn. Darn. All right. That's all right, Julia. You gave him a point just to make him feel better. I understand. Yeah. Let him start. Let him have the lead. Yes, absolutely. All right. Next one. Next one. Oh, Gary. Oh, Julia. Oh, Gary. I almost said Malik Likamaga. Feliz Navidad. And then again, for bonus points, mm, do you yeah. know who sings it? I don't have, I do not know. Jose Feliciano. Oh, beautiful okay. pronunciation. Yes, um, exactly, exactly. Yeah. All right, guys. Julia, you need to run this table, all right? You need to run the gauntlet in order to put Gary in his holiday Christmas stocking stuffed. We'll all not right? be walloped on this podcast again. All right, okay. here, here we go, here we go. Next one. Take a look in the five and ten. Listen Julia. To one. Julia. It's, it's beginning to look a lot like yeah. Christmas. Absolutely, Julia. Indeed it is, and indeed it is. There we go. Do you happen to know who sings it, Julia? 
Oh, it sounds like a crooner. I'm going to guess Bing Crosby, but that's probably wrong. That is absolutely correct. You guys are impressing me today. Impressing me by knowing both whenever you're buzzing in. I love it. I love it. All right. Next one, guys. Next one. This is going to be contentious. I already know. Ah, oh, Gary. <laughs> yes. Uh, last Christmas, George Michael. Ooh. Actually, it is, I think it's, isn't it Wham? It is Wham. Ah! You know what? I'm still going to give it to you because you got the first part right. If you'd have started with George Michael, I would have said no out of spite. But yes, it is. Julia, you're playing for pride now. You cannot win. Last one. I just forget my name, okay? (laughs) No. It's all right. It happens to the best of us. All right. Last one, Julia. Here we go. Okay. This evening has been Julia. Julia. Maybe it's cold outside. Absolutely. Do you happen to know who that rendition is sung by? Uh, it wasn't long enough, but my guess is Adina Menzel. No, no. It was... A, not Adina. It, well. it was not, but it's all right. It was the Glee cast version. Ooh. Oh, ew. A sneaky good version, I say. A <laughs> sneaky good Glee. version. I'm sorry. Philip the Gleek. Philip the Gleek. Man, I was until about season two and a half. There we go. All right, Julia. Thank you so much thank for you, joining Julia. us and uh, playing along. Sorry. Can you, is there anything? No, <laughs> sorry, no. Championship from Gary. It's alright, it's oh, alright. I, I don't have the championship. I, I needed a, a little bit of confidence. Yeah, so we'll, we'll throw some it. holly at him in, in spite of him for winning. But is there anything else you want to plug, Julia? Do you have a website? Do you have a acting reel? Something that we can give the folks to direct them to? Not yet. Not yet. But you, but you know what, Julia Jones? If you need to get married, though. If Yeah, if you need to get married, <laughs> Julia Jones, Julia. tell a friend. You know, she, oh, she makes uh, her own Instagram, punch. Instagram, Twitter, uh, my handle is one way glass. The words and then the number fifteen. So if you're looking for a wedding, Wait, you hit me up. Your name is Julia Jones. That's a great acting name. It is, isn't Julia it? Jones. That's. I've been told they sound like a weather lady too. I, you know, you could say that or some kind of spy. You know, we're gonna send Julia Jones after you. Oh Agent yeah. Ninety nine. Yeah. You do not want Julia Jones on your tail. <laughs> All right. All right. Thank you so much, Julia. We will. Thank you, we guys. will talk to you later and enjoy <laughs> a work on this beautiful Sunday. And I'll uh, start listening to more Christmas music Absolutely. for next time. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. We'll, we'll bring you back on for some contention uh, soon, all right? All right. Thank you so much, guys. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. All right. Go ahead, Gary. All right, man. So this one is a game. Now, I found a list of the top 10, or actually top 15 ever, uh, highest earning child actors. Now, Ooh. this is in terms of the current net worth. So this was a little bit tricky because... I'm going to give you five of them, and uh-huh. I'm going to try to have you rank them. That is interesting, because I'd imagine that somebody who gets a role now as a child actor, let's say in like Pan's Labyrinth, would yeah. be getting more than Macaulay Culkin did, but exactly. Macaulay Culkin has a longer career. So I, because the three Potter people are numbers like two, three, and four, oh, and they made yeah. most of their money as adults, so I'm not counting them. I'm counting people who are famous for like being in things when they were kids. Okay. They're not Okay, that, I, and I respect that. <clears throat> yeah, so I, I'm going to throw out some names that... Um, actually, two of them, the, the people are tied. So just keep Ooh. an eye on that. Okay. Um, I cannot lose. You ready for this? Okay, yes. so we have Miranda Cosgrove, Shirley Temple. Okay. Um, Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen. <sighs> Angus T. Jones tied with... Macaulay Culkin. Angus T. Jones is the kid from uh, the Charlie Sheen show, Two and a Half Men. Is that what it's called? Oh, wow. Yeah. 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 Now, um, just to be clear, am I ranking them, you said? Yes. Okay. 
Yes. And so, yeah, when I give you two people, they're, you know, in, in the same. So we have, yeah, Miranda Cosgrove, then Shirley Temple, then Mary Kate slash Ashley Olsen. Then, um, yeah, Angus T. Jones and Macaulay Culkin are tied in, one, in whatever number they are. And then Abigail Breslin tied with um, Dylan and Cole Sprouse. Okay. I'm trying to rank them uh, in terms of richest to poorest. Okay. Um, Olsen twins. Okay. Miranda Cosgrove, remind me. Who is iCarly? Oh, that's right. Oh, wow. She's got that Nick money. Yeah. All right. So I've got Miranda Cosgrove, Angus T. Jones, Macaulay Culkin, and his partner. Mm-hmm. Olsen Twins. Who am I missing? Who's the last one? Uh, yeah, Shirley Temple. Shirley Temple. And then Abigail Breslin and Dylan Cole Sprouse are in their own ranking as well. Abigail Brenson. Who's Abigail? Abigail Breslin. She was the girl in Little Miss Sunshine. Oh, and she was in Zombieland. Yeah, no, no, no. She does. Mm-hmm. She does good work as well. Okay, okay. So now I've got the full list. Um. All right. So number. I'm going to start with number five first. Yeah, we'll go least to most. Least to most. Number five has to be Shirley. You locking that in? I'm locking that in. Number five is Miranda. Oh. At ten million dollars net worth. Wow. I'm actually kind of. Well, I guess she hasn't done anything since she that I that she I know. That much since it also lists how many they made per episode. She made a little bit per episode, but she had a lot of episodes, but only added up to about 10 million. Right. Absolutely. Uh, let's go number four then. If she's not five, then it's got to be. Uh, she's got to be higher. So then I'm going to go Abigail. Abigail and her pairing at number mm-hmm. four. Number four is actually Angus T. Jones and Macaulay Culkin. Wow. Uh, they Macaulay. both average out at about 15 million. Wow. Yeah. I still a lot. I remember that there were a lot of financial woes and troubles facing um, yeah. Macaulay Culkin in yeah. this time. All right. So then number three, it's got to be three. Shirley. Number three is Abigail Breslin. Oh, gosh. And the Sprouse twins, they are about 16 million. Okay. You would think that the Sprouse guys would have made some more money. You you would, but they only started out making about eighteen grand an episode, which in terms of like TV acting is not a lot. Yeah, they didn't make that sweet money until they were much older, yeah. and then now they're I, well, one well both of them, both of them are both of them working, or is it just the one guy who did like five feet apart in and Cole uh, right? Cole is doing more. Cole, now, Cole's doing more. Yeah. yeah. Um, there's no way Shirley Temple's not number one, so I'm going to say that she she resides here at number two. She does. She. Okay. Uh, when she was making her money, her net worth was $30 million, which actually today would be quite a bit of money, I think. Um, but yeah, about $30 million. Yeah, for cause for inflation, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> Animal crackers making my millions. Uh, Olsen twins, then, have, Olsen to take, twins. have to be number one. Do you know how much the Olsen twins are worth? <sighs> it's... My, I, I looked it up for like three sites. It's, you know, as accurate as you can be looking up, you know, Somewhere around $100 million? $400 million. No. $400 million they're worth. <sighs> Well, they, I guess that they did have a lot of shows because they, they started out on Full House, And maybe, right? yeah, Full House and maybe like some makeup lines or some kind of product because they're worth a ton of money. An absolute ton, A yeah. ton of money, man. That's wild. I mean, that's like, you know, Robert Downey Jr. level money. But hey, but hey, think about it. They're actually each only worth about 200 That's true. So there you go. It, that, that justifies <laughs> it. All <laughs> right, guys. insane. Uh, my question. The NBA just announced that they will not include random marijuana tests for the upcoming 2020-21 NBA season. And the House of Representatives also recently voted to decriminalize possession of marijuana as a federal crime. Did Ga- they really? Yeah. Wow. Gary, how long will it be before smoking marijuana won't be considered taboo and... If you've ever partaken in the devil's lettuce, what is the biggest high you've ever had? 
Um, I, the taboo thing is weird because um, I think that for half of people, it, it's like the same as drinking. It doesn't matter at all. And for a big sector of people, it's still like bad. Yeah. Um, I think that probably it, it'll happen over the course of my lifetime because it's already, I think, less taboo than it was five, ten years ago. Um, so maybe oh, yeah. I would give it, I'd say, a solid 25 years before it's wow. like really, really normal, like as far as alcohol is. Um, and yeah, I mean, I have partaken in the devil's lettuce. I was young. I was an actor, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll just, I'll say one word. Mm. Edibles. Okay. And I'll say another word, another series Is of words. Is it going to be Tijuana? You only take one bite. Yeah. Don't eat the whole bar. I did not know that that's what you were supposed to do. Yeah. And it was actually a terrible experience. I can imagine. Horrifying. Yeah, yeah. the paranoia. And yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, how how long did that last? About a couple a weekend, a solid weekend. Uh, like sixteen or? hours. I, Ooh. you know, um, Mr. Joey over at Sardella's. I was not sick that day that I called out of work. I <laughs> you were just you were beyond reproach. Yes, I was. I was in the. I was in the multiverse, man. man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You you were Spider Man. <laughs> All right, go ahead, Gary. Okay, so CNN, for whatever silly little reason, did something that we all could have done and calculated the total cost of being a true Apple nut in terms of if you were to own (laughs) the best version of every Apple product. Okay. Comes out to just under 80 grand. So if you're going to max out a Mac computer and get an iPhone with all the doohickeys and zoo zips and crawdads and all that, you would uh, be just under 80 grand. I am definitely a big Apple fan. Um, I can't afford to be an Apple fan, but if I could, I would own all the all the Apple stuff. You yeah. know. Um, oh yeah. And it's a cult. I worked for Apple. It's definitely a cult. And I did mean, you hear that they are going to be releasing noise canceling headphones that reside over your ear and and are? are I like, saw the picture of that. Yeah. It's gonna be like five hundred and fifty dollars. That was on the list. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Take my money. Actually, no. I can't afford that. I can't afford that. That's just so much. Um. But it, it's a cult, but it's a cult that a lot of people who can't afford it buy into. And I want to know for you, what is a, a cult along those lines? Something that, you know, you would be willing to go all out for, shell out for. Okay, again, this is if I had the money, if, mm-hmm. you know, if I was a trust fund baby and I could I could afford everything ever given to me, <clears throat> ever, ever wanted. any Anything I ever just thought of I could have. Yeah. Um, this is going to be a weird one, but I... I stand by it. I would want unlimited money to access any of those online pay for pl- pay to play games. Yeah. So like when you think of Facebook games, that's really and, good. And like Farmville, oh, I just want I just want the ability yeah. to get the best farm. I want the ability yeah. to play all the levels of Candyland. I want the ability to get all the Battlefront 2 merch. I yeah. want the event. Take away ads and oh, have access yeah. to all the co- all, all the coins, all, all the virtual absolutely. credits. You're my player. Yeah, absolutely. You're I want I want to be able to be a 99 my player immediately. In, yeah, immediately. Yeah, I got so you. any any version that is a pay to play aspect of any game, I wish that I had the money to do so. That's really good. Since I don't, I don't pay for anything, just like many broke college students that I still yeah. am in that group because I'm I'm broke. Yeah. But other than that, that would be my um that would be my thought. Is is it's a weird niche group and I don't think that that's this is what you meant by it, but I think it still qualifies. Yeah. Okay. Wonderful. Uh Gary, 
Rapper Lil Wayne faces up to 10 years oh, in prison. <laughs> yeah, after pleading guilty in a federal weapons charge, he pleaded guilty to having illegally carried a gold-plated handgun. I love that they add that little detail. Gold-plated. Yeah, it's not just a handgun. Gold-plated. Well, easy. And ammunition while traveling on a private jet in 2019, despite being a convicted felon. He will be sentenced on January 28th. Gary... Out of all the music genres out there, which genre would you be best seen as a star in? And what would be your scandal? We're talking rock star, rap star, mm-hmm. country star, pop star, Broadway star? Um, I, I, so this is just music genre. like Yeah, just music. It has to, has yeah. to be involving music. You know, straight up, I would be in, in, a, in a folk rock band. More Ooh. on the rock side than folk. Okay. Um, not and a polka, not a polka, not star. a polka band. Um, yeah. maybe that's how I would get my start, but yeah, absolutely. Uh, I, you know, one of my top dreams ever is to be a rock star. You know, I, I, I play music and that would be amazing. So I, I'd like to have be in a folk rock band and my scandal would be, it would be money related. Um, I think that I would probably end up blowing all my money and be in crushing, crushing debt and like sell out and try to make some, you know, reunion album to make back my money, you know, some typical celebrity gets a windfall of cash and blows it all um yeah i think that it would be money okay yeah yeah okay so you, you'd be like johnny depp without the domestic abuse charges John, johnny just, depp just spending money without, yeah without a care in the world i you know that's actually the first thing i thought i was like yeah I, I would buy the wine and have like 40 servants and i think yeah I, I i this is almost like they have a thing called the mike tyson line where it's it, where are you a person who adheres to the ability of if somebody told an incredible story that you would automatically believe it? Because if I told you a story like Mike Tyson the other day was walking down Main Street on an elephant, he was riding an elephant down Main Street and you know leading a parade, you'd be like, oh, wow, good for him. You wouldn't disbelieve me. You'd believe it because it's Mike Tyson. It's Mike Tyson. Yeah, I'd be like, well, I could see it. Yeah, yeah. And so Johnny Depp, I have a story, but I, I, maybe I'm just now thinking this up, but I want to say that he had a friend who died who was very near and dear to him, and his friend very much wanted to be shot out of a cannonball, so he converted his ashes into a cannonball and shot it out a cannonball At first into I the thought sea. you were talking about like River Phoenix, because he died, and he was, I was like, whoa, he shot River Phoenix? I don't, I don't believe so. I, I think no, it was a gotta, close personal friend. Else. It got to be somebody else. Yeah. But, and again... Don't uh, don't quote me on that, but I feel like that was a, a true story about Johnny Depp. Well, anyway. Johnny, if you can get on the podcast, we'd love to hear about the the Ash Cannon. Yeah, the Ash <laughs> Ash Cannon <laughs> 2020. Yeah, go ahead, Gary. So I'm gonna pitch. So you know, Gary, Mr. Screenwriter, is coming into your room. You said, Gary, my name is Philip, and I'm a producer, and I really like your work, and I want you to pitch me an idea. So Philip, I'm gonna pitch you four ideas, and I want you to tell me which one you want to make into a movie and why. The kicker is each of these things is starring Macaulay Culkin in his age, in in his prime, in, in his, his prime, youthful prime. Okay. So we've got first of all, Stranger Things season five. Macaulay Culkin plays the villain, a child born in the Upside Down and raised by dark entities who <laughs> possesses incredible Doctor Strange-like powers, and he's like the series villain in Stranger Things season five. Next. Um, Straight up, Macaulay Culkin as a Morton Joe in Mad Max, Fury Road. You know, the, the guy who's chasing Max, who has all the wives and daughters. Wow. Just put Macaulay Culkin in the car with the mask. See wow. what we get there. Ah, lovely cheese pizza just for me. Absolutely. Uh, next, um, Macaulay Culkin as me, young Gary, in the Gary origin story movie. Okay. 
my girlfriend pointed out that he looked that that it was like me, and I was like, oh, well, m- maybe, maybe, or Macaulay Culkin as Larry Potter, Harry Potter's young son who was abandoned in the Australian outback as a child and learns to survive with primitive magic powers. He grows up as a feral child and hunts down his father and all of his other wizard friends in a John Wick style action slaughter fest. Wow, 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 wow. I've got to say, you definitely saved the best for last. I'm, I'm all for Larry Potter. <laughs> Larry Potter? Bring me Larry Potter. And you know what? Throw in Adam Sandler as, as well. Adam Sandler, is he like his mentor? Or is Adam Sandler like one of the guys who he kills? Uh, he's probably like, you know, the Jungle Book Panther where he just kind of comes yeah. in and teaches him and raises him. Yeah, I yeah. like that. Yeah. Uh, Gary, YouTuber David Dobrik just launched the all-encompassing, stupidest, yet profitable concept I've ever seen. Okay. It's called the the hundred thousand dollar puzzle. He so, sells. He offers on his website uh, a puzzle, and every puzzle design is actually a unique QR code. Upon completing the puzzle, you scan the completed puzzle to see what you want exactly. One person will win a hundred thousand dollars. Now the thing is, every puzzle is a winner, but some only give you back twenty five cents. Whilst the second highest prize is $1,000. He's only selling 100,000, 151,000 puzzles. uh, But he's selling these puzzles for $30. Which means with all the prize money calculated for, he will make a profit of around $3 million. (laughs) Gary, do you consider this an insincere way to monetize your audience base? Or is it just another smart way to capitalize off of one's popularity? It is the latter because I wholeheartedly think that people can choose to do or to, it's like buying a lottery ticket. I mean, it's exactly like that. I, I mean, that's just straight up capitalism right there, man. I mean, <laughs> I had a friend who brought this to my attention, and when when they did, I told them, you, you realize that you could just go and buy, you know, that the same idea, a scratcher for fifty dollars or twenty dollars. Take your pick and have the same. And Probably get more too. You could get like five bucks off a scratcher. Absolutely, I get that more often. Yeah, no, this guy. I mean, the, I, I think in general. The the YouTube TikToker thing. I don't get why they're famous, but I do get why they're famous, and they are very very good at it. Obviously, this guy is gonna like not swindle, but just I mean, get people three million bucks out of them. You know, yeah. that's I mean, good for him, I guess. Yeah, and then I mean, some people either will like imagine how do I put this? Imagine a an, an older grandma giving a kid who they know that they like David Dobrik, but they don't have the mental capacities to complete this QR code. That's if that's a hundred thousand dollar winner right there. What a great! What a, yeah, yeah. They never finish it, and then by the time that they grow up, they probably threw threw away the QR code or the contest is over, whatever. Yeah. It's just it's unbelievable. Some people just don't have the mental capacity to complete a puzzle that is a complete QR code. Yeah, that's insane. All right, your turn, Gary. Well, I think that maybe we should get one. <laughs> All right, yeah, the chopped green. Yeah, the the one dollar <clears throat> yeah. QR code. Um, so Macaulay Culkin infamously dated Mila Kunis for a long yeah, time, for right. eight years. Yeah. They were together. Um, yeah. Good for both of them. And apparently there's the, it's, it's amicable and they're friendly right now. And that, that, that's awesome. But I have a list here. I've got seven celebrity couples, some outlandish couples. Um, four of them are real couples. Three of them are couples that I have pulled out of my butt. And I want you to, Ooh. you know, I'm just going to go down and tell me if it was a real couple or if it's fake. Okay, Good old celebrity couple jamboree. Number one, Alan Iverson and Avril Lavigne. No, that's fake. Yeah, that that's is that fake. is completely out of your booty. <laughs> definitely made. Yeah, that there up. is no way. <laughs> no way. Hey, hey, you, you. I cannot be your girlfriend. Hey, hey, you, you. I don't like practice. <laughs> there we Talk go. Talk about practice. Next one, Ryan Gosling and Sandra Bullock. 
Ooh. Ooh. Wow. This is a good pairing if yeah. it's fake. I'm going to say true. It was true. It yeah. really happened a year before The Notebook came out. So this is really uh, pre-Gosling Renaissance. Yeah. Yeah, this is like, you know, before. Didn't he and Rachel McAdams actually date? I hope they did. Yeah. I hope uh, that they, maybe they did. live happily ever after. Either way, continue. Um, Jessica Simpson and John Mayer. Yes, 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 absolutely. Yes, that did happen. It was a real thing. John Mayer got around in his day. Dude, he I th- did. I think he still does. Doesn't everyone say, like, watch out for John Mayer? I oh, mean, yeah. this guy. Yeah, we got a new John Mayer book, coming to town, yeah. Uh, Leonardo DiCaprio and Venus Williams. <laughs> uh, no, I... <laughs> this is a dig at... This is a dig at Leo more than it is... Or, than it is at all of Venus. That's true. But, I think he prefers more of yeah. the 18-year-old... Uh, yeah, yeah, she's, she's too old. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no. <laughs> He's... You know what? I, I just watched... Uh, Days to Confuse. I don't know if you've seen it, but Matthew McConaughey has this, has this line where he goes, "That's what I love about these high school girls, man. I I keep getting older; they stay the same age. That's Leo, like yeah. in real life. That's Absolutely, Leo. <laughs> he's personified. Um, Chelsea Handler and Fifty Cent. You know what? That one's kind of weird. I don't think you'd pull Chelsea Handler out of the, out of your butt. I'm going to say yes. That's true. It is true. Yeah, man. You all right? You got two left. You're five for five right now. Uh, Andy Samberg and Christina Aguilera. Oh, man. I just don't think... <laughs> I don't think Christina Aguilera would know who Andy Samberg is, and I know you know who he is, so I'm going to say fake. <laughs> it is fake. Okay. Wow. Okay, then the last one, at Ryan Reynolds and Alanis Morissette. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yep, it's true. Woo-wee! Seven for seven in the fake celebrity couple game. Nice job, man. That might be my most impressive game I, ever. I think so. All right. Obviously, the movie we watched, Gary, has a sequel. Actually, three as of the time of this recording. Might Maybe even before, I think. I, I might have Whoa. even miscount. Yeah. Uh, so it got me to thinking, what other films have and don't have a sequel? I'm sure we all know that The Matrix, a whole lot of Marvel films, and of course, Star Wars films all have sequels. Yeah. But what about the films that are of higher and tremendously lower quality? I've got a couple of films, and I want you to tell me, do these films host a sequel? Are you yes, ready, Gary? Yes, I love this. Yeah, I'm ready. All right, first one. Chinatown. Does it host a sequel? Ooh, um... Yes. Yes, it does. Labeled The Two Jakes... It is directed and is starred by Jack Nicholson and came out in 1990. Is it good? I, I, I heard it's redundant, but it is, it's good. Okay. Yeah. Um, Weekend at Bernie's. Ooh, um, no sequel. Yes, Weekend yes, at Bernie's 2 was nowhere near as beloved or successful as the original, but it retained the, a majority of the cast and even saw the cast go international as the film travels to the Virgin Islands in order to continue their plight. All right, next one. Basic Instinct. Ooh, um, watch. I'm see. I'm doing math in my head. I'm uh, I'm gonna just go with my gut and say yes. Sequel. Yes, bringing Sharon Ooh. Stone back to the fold. Basic Instinct Two was not good. Uh, Donnie Darko. No. Yes. Whoa. S. Darko was about Donnie Darko's sister, uh, where she too faces challenges challenges amidst an apocalyptic race against time. And then finally, the last one. And my last little thing for this Gimme 5, Matilda. Matilda? Yeah. You should probably have like a direct video or something, right? Yeah. No, as of right now, no Matilda sequel what? exists. <laughs> but if you are looking for some Raw Doll Cinema, check out HBO, who just released The Witches. Haven't seen the reviews, but hey, what else are you going to do during quarantine? All Dang. right, Gary. Yeah, you, you lost. Of the game that you should have lost, you lost. And I'm c- quite glad about that. 
Yeah, great, great, great job, great job, embarrassing me in front of everybody, man. Yeah, appreciate that. I, I, pre- I appreciate you. Appreciate it. I'm gonna booby trap my house. I'm gonna invite you over. I'm gonna watch you burn. Well, I guess what? That's my cheese pizza. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of creepy, uh, one of the Zodiac Killer's most notorious ciphers, dubbed the 340 cipher, was just cracked. Ooh. After 50 years, one of his ciphers was cracked. I read it. He's talking about like. Some guy went on a talk show pretending to be him. That's not me. And you know what? If you kill me, it's not going to matter because I'm going to be in paradise. Just, you know, crazy serial killer stuff. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, his calling card was his ciphers that he was sending to the newspaper, driving everyone crazy. Great movie with, you know, Downey and Mark Ruffalo about it. Um, anyways, that was his calling card. Now, we just watched Home Alone, and the criminal's calling card was leaving the water running, which I thought was ingeniously stupid. <laughs> I want to know, if you were a, a career criminal, what would your calling card be? Your Joker card that you would leave at the scene? Ooh, um, my calling card. So obviously, it has to be a. It's it's a smart crime. It's a crime. Of, it's a white collar crime. White collar crime. So, if that's the case, then it can't be something brutal. You know, like, th- you know, a heart shaped shot to the chest or something. You know, uh, it has to be. What about? Ooh, what about replica ring? So I, anytime I, you know, I do something, I they either get mailed or put on their on their unknowing person su- a replica Super Bowl Bronco rings. Okay. Yeah. Nice. And th- that would be cool because the, you know the police could build a profile off you but they're never going to find you based off that. Yeah, no. That's great. No, absolutely. All right. That is it for both of us. Those are both of our gimme fives. Gimme, gimme, gimme. Gimme, gimme, gimme. Um, yeah, I just thought about it. Little Nero's, is that a direct ripoff of Little Caesar's? Is that, is that what it's supposed to be? But they deliver, so I guess maybe not. <laughs> it's just true. Yeah, so either way, I'm sorry. I don't know why that just popped into my head, but well, well, you, I'm glad it popped into your head. Yes, pizza. you listening right now. Yeah, you. We're talking to you. Thank you so much for doing all that you do and listening to both of our voices. You know, we, we do this for you, not for us, but for you. For you. Yes, thank you so much for listening. Uh, for LeBron, I'm just kidding. Gary Boucher. Yeah, wrong decision. I'm Philip Amrine. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. Continue to listen to all of our older podcasts cataloged and continue to look out for new and upcoming podcasts. I don't know if I've said it enough times, but gosh darn it, we Spotify. are on Spotify. Spotify, dude. Spotify, Google, and Apple Podcasts, of course, our beloved home for We better many be years. showing up on your 2021 wrapped. We be- <laughs> you know, wow. love sharing those. We that, better be number one. That would be, yeah, wow, that'd be crazy. But yes, yes, of course. Uh, everything except for Pandora, stuff at Pandora. Stuff it, I say. <laughs> like a ravioli. Adios. Bye. Bye.